Performance On Demand Podcast, number 43. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Performance On Demand Podcast with Craig and Jeremy, where you will learn all things endurance sports from training and nutrition to mental strength. Everything you need and want to know in one place. Welcome everyone to Performance on Demand Podcast. I am your host, Craig Willard. What's up, Jeremy Brown? I just blinded myself what? with the flashlight. <laughs> Did you really? You'll have to, yeah, you have to see. I don't think you looked at it. I was uh, good job. Good job. I was uh, I was jacking around with uh, with the flashlight, being silly on the, the Google Hangout that we're live on, and I shined it in my face. And I was waiting for you to look because it was a pretty awkward face I was making, and uh, you never looked, and I ended up blind from the LED light. So. <laughs> Successful start to the day. Yeah. So how's things been going? Things are good. Things are good. You know, I heard that clapping. That reminded me that we, and I think I showed it to you, we got a Christmas gift from uh, one of our, our friends, listeners, and uh, clients. And did. Uh, yeah. It was, and I actually left it in my truck right now, oh, which is unfortunate in our podcast. But it is a, I think there's like 16 or 15 or 20 sounds. It's a sound box. So she uh, she had a good laugh and uh, thought we might need some stuff to spice it up on top of what we already have. So well, I thought yeah, it was I saw that very That's nice, awesome. very nice gesture. So thank you very much. Yes, to her. but it does no good when you don't have it with you, Jeremy. God. No, but I have been banging that damn thing in the Jeep. I can tell you that <laughs> steadily pushing buttons. So how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. You survived the holidays. This. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how, <laughs> depending on how this thing lays out, uh, you know, New Year's. So it's actually New Year's Eve for those that are uh, listening now. And uh, or I'm sorry, Wait, it's, it's about to be New Year's New Eve. Year's Tomorrow's Eve. New Year's Eve. Tomorrow, it's, what it's the about fuck to be. What's happened? Ah, no. So I took off today. I took off half day today and I'm taking off tomorrow to be with my daughter. But um, Christmas, Christmas was right great. Now, right? Christ- yes. So Christmas was great. And Ashlyn, my daughter, got a selfie booth. So. We uh, we had some friends over for the UK U of L basketball game, and everybody was in the selfie booth. It was kind of funny, but it's, who, it who, is, it's kind who of who won that game, by the way. Oh, um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, UK, shout out to our friend Chris Hutchins. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a actually to be honest, you know that's a re, that's a huge rivalry, uh, mm-hmm. and it's usually kind of volatile. It, it gets a bit. Yeah, you know, people get real violent. violent. Yeah, they get pissy. Yeah, uh, and this was actually the first game that. Uh, I felt was a really good, clean game for the most part, minus the fact yeah. that when Rick Pitino left, uh, he flipped all the UK fans off. Like, <laughs> like no, he we, told them we're number one. Uh, yeah, that's right. We're number one after we lost to the number, what were we, like 10th player, or 12th, 12th something in the country? Yeah. yeah, that's right. You're number one because you lose, lose to the 12th ranked team how in about, the country. How about Granny Shot 7-footer for the free throw? Can you what believe that? that? He, <laughs> there's... Do you know what that tells me, right, Jeremy? I have four years of eligibility still available, and Dude, there's hope. <laughs> there's you hope. Because <laughs> he, was, he was one for two. Like, if you're yeah. going to granny shot it, you better drain every you better. <laughs> when you granny shot it and you leave it short off the front of the rim, yeah. I'm telling you right now. Telling you. Tough, tough, tough day. No, that was a that was that was a great game. Great game and uh, great great time of year. You know, I know this this will come out after the fact, but 
you know, it's always one of those times of year where everybody kind of gets all warm and fuzzy and, and, you know, remembers why we have the people in our lives that we do have in our lives. So it's, you know, it's good to, to get together and it can be, you know, somewhat stressful, but I think it's actually good. You know, we, uh, we kind of reconnect with people that, you know, maybe we don't see as much as we should and, right. and so on and so forth. So it's always good. It's good. It's good. Really good. So are you going to be ready for the call? You know what? I try to stay as ready for the call as possible. Should always be ready for the call, All right? You, you never know when the call is coming. So, never <laughs> what is it we're talking about? And I, I, I brought this up, and I, um, it's a bit tricky because it's like, what? I mean, is, is someone going to call us and sponsor us, or or what's going on here? And th- this well, is it's where, a hypothetical. It, it is it's hypothetical. hypothetical. So. Uh, there's a lot of movement. I'm a I'm a huge UK fan, and so there's a lot of movement on the coaching front. We just hired a new quarterback coach. No uh, O coordinator, right? He's a he's an offensive line coordinator uh, from Cincinnati, but he also brought his quarterback coach with him. So there's actually two of them coming in that package. That. Okay. Yeah, there's two of them, and it made me think, and I was I was envisioning being a football player, and I was envisioning you know, practice, spring practice, or even from high school and going up. When you're a wide receiver, you, you, you practice every single day with running these routes. Every day. So you memorize the routes, and then you continue to run them over and over and over again. The thing is, there may be three, there may be two, there may be even four routes that you have four wide receivers that are, that are taking these routes. And obviously, there's only one ball being thrown. So that means three other people are not getting the ball. Right. And it could be really easy, if I were to perceive this, to get down if that ball is never thrown to me. And over time, there's a potential that I could foresee that if I'm not in it for the right reasons or if I'm always expecting some sort of success out of it, that if I don't get the ball thrown, I'm going to maybe potentially drop my um, level of effort, right? Yeah, it, it, yeah, and and you maybe you don't run the route as crisp. Your yep. cut isn't as sharp. You right. know, you just kind of get out there and half-ass it. Yep. And then what happens when you do finally get that opportunity? Somebody throws the ball, and they're expecting you to be, you know, five or ten yards ahead, and you're four. And what happens? You miss the ball. And yep. then what happens? Well, things spiral out of control, and they may not throw the ball back to you again because they can't rely on you. So it actually has all these other things. And then I thought, well, hell, that's a lot like, you know, triathletes. Right. And, you know, Endurance athletes, yeah, cyclists, swimmers. Yeah. So you've got – It's investment. It, it is. It, it's at, and we talk about this uh, in a lot of the podcasts. We talk about that investment and in, in knowing that it doesn't – you know, your effort today is not going to be something that you see so much tomorrow. It's a, it's a, it's a stair step. So what level of effort I'm putting in today is going to allow me to improve that much more tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. And at some point, I have an opportunity to, be, um, to, to reach the goals that I, that I want to obtain. So in doing so, I have prepared myself to be ready for that call when the opportunity right. arrives. If I need some sort of instant level of gratification today, it's going to be a problem, yep. right? So, you know, from, from coaching perspective, let's just, put, let's just throw you on the hot seat there. From a coaching okay. perspective, uh, what's your experience with athletes that come to you with that type of mindset that, oh, I don't feel that instant 
response. I don't, I don't get an instant result. Therefore, it's not really worth doing. Yeah, you know, and that's the – luckily, I honestly don't have a ton of experience with, that, with athletes. Um, there have been athletes that they want it here and now, and it takes a, a setback to make them realize, okay, I'm not going to get it here and now. I've got to do all these little small things along the way. That moment will come. I need to stay where I'm at. And, and you know, currently working with an athlete now, and that's it, very similar to that. So this is a very you know near and dear to my heart. And um, it's tough. Even myself, you know, I I I even said a couple of months back, I'm like, you know, I don't know how the hell I completed Ironman Louisville in the shape I'm in now. You know, you go out and you do a 30-mile ride and you're freaking trashed. Well, you did 112 and then ran after it. So, you know, you don't um, – it's hard because I go, I go through the same emotions myself as an athlete, and I, and I do deal with those a little bit as a coach. But what happens is, is you, you teach the athlete to fall in love with that process. To, and it's, it, it becomes a – I will go out on the limb and say it's a form of faith, almost blind faith that the work you're doing now will, will be able to be withdrawn on later. And I always like to look at it because I'm, I'm still a young guy and I'm still learning the financial ways of the world, but I like to look at it like you would a savings account or a retirement fund. And that's something we can, I like to use as an analogy because a lot of people in my generation, they aren't like, you know, our moms and dads, our moms and dads knew, Hey, I got to retire. I'm putting this way, this way, this way. And even the generation before them, they worked at one place for, 30 or 40 years and they retired and they went on, you know, to, to have a great second half of their life. Whereas I don't feel our generation. Now we want that instant gratification. We're not as willing to put money into that retirement account. And so watch this in 20 years, dude, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for people. And so uh, from to kind of circle back around, you really have to teach people to fall in love with the process. You know, it's, it's, it's just like how you build, you know, I live in a house that's made of brick. It's how you build a brick house, one brick at a time, right? You can't just walk up and say, poof, the house is there. I wish that was true. And I'm sure there's a lot of contractors in the world right. who wish they could just go up and throw a pile of bricks up near it's a house. But you have to build it one brick at a time. And that's the thing is to help people fall in love with that process and really trust the, trust the grind. You know, trust that day in and day out, those investments are there waiting for them when they get there. And that's, well, it's tough. So – Let's talk about bricks. So <laughs> you're building a house, and um, you you obviously you're waiting on your contractors and stuff. And so the process for building the house, you put the outside up, then you start to lay out the bricks. And in doing so, if I say it's all in the process work, you want to build the house, just put the bricks on it. But if you don't like brick work. Are you going to like doing what you do? Are you going to push right. yourself through to see the house done? And the odds right. are no, because I think it's what you said. It's a love for the process, but I wonder if it's not a little bit more than that and a little, or a little bit further past that would be a love for the sport. And that's, you know, yes. if you love football, you love the opportunity that's being out there. I can't tell you how many times, let's look at, let's take UK basketball. UK basketball. So we have walk-ons, and we have very, very few of them, and they're pretty, actually, pretty good. They would be good on. They would be really good on other teams. Every day they go to practice and grind out with the best of the best players on the face of this planet. I mean, UK gets some of the best players out there. 
Right. And in doing so, they're kind of in the shadows. You don't see them much. You hear about them. And, you know, they always the last, talk. The last 30 seconds of the game. Well, the last 30 <laughs> seconds of the game. Right. But then you, you work, you work, you work, you work, you work. You effort, effort, effort every single day because one day might be your call. For example, if you Jared watch Paulson. Well, not only that, Dominique, the other day. Yeah. You know, so you've got a, a basically out of control. dude that basically is kind of in the shadows of the University of Kentucky team. He was ready for his call. He came out for uh, against uh, University of Louisville, and he whipped butt. He really oh, the, he, the he killed it, the game of his career. Why? Because every single day, the love for what he does, it didn't matter the outcome because he right. was loving the moment and loving doing what he did Today and tomorrow, he'll love what he's doing tomorrow. The next day, he'll love what he's doing the next day. And the outcomes always came as the byproduct. The success always came because there was a love for the sport. Right. He was ready for that. He was ready for his moment. And, yep. and, and everybody has a moment. Yep. I want to make sure everybody understands that. Everybody has a moment, whether it's your goal race, whether it's um, you know a promotion at work. You know, like we talked about in, in a podcast a time or two ago, you dress for success. You, you present yourself the way you want in the position you want to be. No different. You go out there and you, if you're a football player, you run those damn routes like you're in the game every single time. Because I can assure you, somebody else is out there doing it. Yep. You know, if you have expectations, let's just say, let's say it's, let's start at the, the very smallest portion, and that's finishing a 5K. You have to go out there and you have to put in the work. You know, most, most endurance athletes are going to say 5K. <laughs> That's easy. I do that on a you know, warm-up or whatever. But you, you have to go out there and grind it out. You have to put in the work. And know that your moment is coming. Are you going to be ready for it? Or are you not? You know, the, the choice is yours. And you show how much you want that opportunity by the work ethic and, and the grind leading up to it. Well, your habits are created when you least pay much, the much attention to them. The less you're thinking about what you're doing, the more your habits are being created. So if you're sitting there thinking about putting in the right effort every single day, your automatic habit is going to be always give it your best. Always, always, always. Always give it my best. But when you allow for a little bit of flexibility in what you're doing, and eh, it'll be okay, not today. I'm not too big into it. Next thing you know, it starts to shift to a new habit and that new habit may be a bit of laziness a little bit of um excuse making excuse making a lack of effort you go and do it but you just don't do it very well and what ends up happening is you're like i'm done with this i'm so over this and what happens when you get to that moment if you do that craig what happens is you end up quitting yeah yeah i mean or or underperforming yes you may not quit but there will be an underperformance based on based on the goals depending depending on where it's at yeah yeah and and so I just, you know, that was one that kind of hit with me was, um, and, it, and it's the same for leadership. It's the same for just life in general. You know, make sure that you know what you're doing and why you're doing it and make sure that you love doing it. And if you don't, dig in there a little bit deeper. And, yep. uh, you know, actually, I guess we can still do it. But I, you know, that other one, Pete, that other thing that I, you and I talked about before, which is um, sometimes we get so bogged down with that success, that need for success um, and sometimes the hunger, the hunger for success. And then uh, anytime that you have a coin with success on one side, on the other side is failure. That's always there. And so you're always, and people are concerned about failing. Um, 
and if I don't succeed, then I fail. So, um, you know, maybe just take success out of it. Don't even worry about success. If you love to, if you love the sport, if you love doing triathlons, go out there and, and do your workouts because you love doing them. Allow the success to be something that you that is a, an, an additional um, piece of garment yes. or, or whatever it maybe is. It's some result, but don't focus on that because if you don't focus on success. Failure is impossible. It does not exist because there's not the opposite end of that spectrum, which is the success. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it absolutely does. And, um, you know, as you were talking, I was going to give an example because I, I think that some of, some of the most powerful forms of communication that, that you and I, especially as, as coaches can do, is to use ourselves as examples. You know, and you do that when you're, when you're talking to people. You know, it's, hey, I've been there. This, is, this was my X, Y, and Z, whatever. And I've been a pain in my coach's ass for the past three or four weeks because I think Ironman Texas, five months away, plenty of time. I'm not scared of the distance. That's problem number one, right? Right. And so I've been an excuse creator. I've been someone that says, well, I'd rather go and do this marketing plan for my business than to go on this bike ride. And I have made, had to make myself in the past four weeks create new habits. I've had to force myself to fall back in love with the process. Because for the longest time, I fell in love with the success of my athletes and the progress of my athletes so much so that I wrote off my own desire for the process. And so now I'm having to recreate that. And so, you know, when I did a run today and for me, it was probably one of my best runs I've had in a long time because I was in love with that moment. I was in that moment. I was in that process. And I knew that that run mattered. And for me, that's a big deal. I have to know in my own head, and this is my own problem, but I have to know that everything I do counts. Everything I do matters. Everything I do has a purpose. Okay, yeah, I could go out there and I could just do 45 minutes of this hour and 10-minute ride. Not a big deal. Or, or I could run five and a half miles instead of six. And if I do that every week for the next 20 weeks, I've cut, uh, what, um, probably 10 to 12 miles. I've cut probably a half a week's worth of running off of my training. Yeah. Everything you do matters. I think that's everything, everything you do has to matter. That's, that's probably the biggest point we can take away from this. And, and we don't think about that. We don't think about the grains of sand that it takes to make the beach. You know, oh, think, that's think, a good one. We think about the beach. And so it, it's, yeah. it, you're going to, everything has a result. I mean, earlier we we're talking about, you know, there's always a consequence. There's a pro and a con for everything that you're doing. Um, if you, if you half ass, your results are going to be half-assed. And, and people go, well, I can just half-ass today. Well, yeah, but that's how you think about it today. Tomorrow comes, and you're like, well, I mean, I got away with it yesterday. It really wasn't that bad, and I don't feel too bad. But all of a sudden, all the half-asses, all the 50% marks or the 80% marks, they evolve. And over a collection of days, months, all of a sudden weeks, you gotta, you gotta months, it's, it's a huge asses. difference. <laughs> and the people that you used to keep up with – not really keeping up with anymore because uh, you didn't put in the effort because maybe you had lost your why, your purpose. You know, there's things in life too, you know. Um, not every day is dapper dandy day. Not every day oh, is, yeah. is a great day in life. But, you know, you have an option. I think that's, you know, to me it's, is it an opportunity or is it an obstacle? Yeah, things in life are going to hit you. They are. Um, and you'll find that the more negatively you take those the more they're going to happen. You're going to get more and more and more versus see, it's like, it's like a, it's like a creature. It sees an opportunity. It's like, Oh shit, that, that I can't, or I shouldn't just flew through that window. <laughs> Watch me. Here I go. Yep. Yep. You know? Yep. So understanding that even when you have 
uh, things that aren't in your, you know, what you would prefer to have happen, uh, if you allow those to get in your way, they're going to, and they're going to continue to get in your way. Again, we're, we're always building a new habit, and, it, and habits can be recreated, and, and um, you know, an old habit can be picked back up, and new habits can be formed. But if you don't run the routes, if you don't put forth the effort, if you don't go into your workouts being, I want to see how far I can take my body, I want to be able to do this a little bit better, it's going to be really hard you know, when it comes time for your call to be, uh, you know, for you, for you to be ready never, for that call, for that, for your number to be called and for you to potentially get something that you never thought was possible, you, you might not be ready. And, and the question is, is, is that okay with you? Yeah. You know, and with the football analogy too, to take it one step further, you know, the quarterback's putting the work, Yep. you know, when you're supposed to make that cut on 10 yard on a 10 yard slant pattern, when you make that cut, that ball is going to be there. It's a matter of did you put the work in for you to be there in that moment? It's already thrown. Oh, By the time and, you turn, that yes. ball's in the air. It's How many times rolling. and I love that. That's one thing I love about football is that timing is so crucial. And you can watch teams. You know, you can watch um, just off the top of my head, Peyton Manning's really good. Any of the elite quarterbacks, Drew Brees, you know, any of the elites, they, will, they have such a connection with that receiver. They know the receiver has put the work in day in and day out. To where when they throw that ball, the receiver does not have to be looking. He's going to turn, and it's going to be right there in his lap. Isn't that crazy? And that's that's because he knows. Oh, it's incredible to watch. It's it's art. Because if you and we'll talk about football for just a second. If you step back and look at it, you go to a high school football field. And it's like wow. Okay, cool. The pro football field is the same damn size. Yeah. Same size. Yeah. It's just a lot bigger, faster guys, and those guys are truly just incredible to watch. Just like professional triathletes, they're on the same course. It's just incredible to watch how they pick it apart. And and the thing is, is at, at that level, they do the work day in and day out. I'll tell you right now, for someone, you know, how, how often, Greg, and, and be honest, how often do you wake up and you think, oh, shit, man, I could call in sick today, man. I, I'd love to stay home. You know, I just, I'm not feeling it. Or going to the gym. You know, how often do you say, man, I had a rough day at work and I just can't, I can't get in there and do that, that back work today. It, it happens. Yep. And it does. A, a professional triathlete has that exact same emotion because it's their job. And for them, they know, and, and I, I know, you know, several of them, they know that if they're not doing that set today, the guy that's about to kick their ass in six weeks just did that set. Yep. And so guess what? Screw it. My goals are here. I have to do, you know, I have to make the deposits to get that race day account up high enough. So when I withdraw, it's enough to pay that goal off. I totally agree. That, you know, it's, it's interesting because you use the analogy, the pros, it's the same course, but some are doing it a lot faster than others. Oh, yeah. uh, because that's, that is how it is with the triathlons and, and, and biking in general or whatever else it is. Um, it is such an investment sport. And um, it, the amount of, you know, the amount of effort it takes uh, sustained effort. You know, it's not just for a day or two or three. Um, it's it's the sustained effort that it takes to um, you know get the results that you want out. And uh, you know, most people that I know don't just do one of them. They don't. They start that way. But then again, you want better. You want more. You want even if you want consistency, you still have to put forth the effort. You can't sustain a level of uh, of of performance by doing less than you've done before to get to where you are. 
But the reality of it is, if you think about it, you know, when I first started doing, when I first started working out, deadlifts were really hard. 135 pounds was tough. Then 135 pounds turned to to almost like doing a bar, and then 225. And then yeah, we got a little humble brag. A little humble brag. Sit back and, and so watch, folks. Here well, comes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. And you look back, and next thing you know, 225 felt like 135. So your your 10-minute run is now as an easy run, and now you're yes. running, you know, eight and a half or nine. I minutes. love, love, love athletes that we start somewhere, and down the road of the process, you know, they'll come to me and they'll say, yeah, you know, I just did this five miles, and it was kind of a tough run. I'm like, hang on. Back up. You just did five miles because if I recall correctly, that was about half your weekly volume eight weeks ago. Right. Okay. Pretty damn cool. Right. And then they, they'll step back and they'll say, oh, oh, wow. You know, one thing, one thing I love and makes, makes me addicted to this sport is sweat equity. You know, you think about equity on a home, everybody knows what that means. It's kind of a commonplace in life, but this sport requires sweat equity. This is a, this is a, uh, a blue collar sport where you get out of it what you put into it. Just like, and we'll go back to the old factory workers because um, uh, Grandpa Brown, my, my dad's dad, worked for Ford Motor Company for 30-something years. Every day he'd go in there, and if he wanted to make more money, what'd he do? He'd work overtime. Yep. You know? And so he, it's, it's a blue-collar work ethic. You have to put in the work in order to get it back. You want, you want better race results? Put in the work. You want to be faster at this. You want to be more efficient at this? Put in the work. And, you know, the work is not always – this is what I want to stress. The work is not always the swim, bike, and run sets. The work being put in can be core work, can be strength work. It can be mind work. Sleep. Sleep, hydration thing, all that kind of stuff. That's all work that goes into it. Doesn't You don't have to go out and feel like, oh, man, I just got freaking smashed on that set. Sometimes – the easy sets are, are are the key, but it's still work. Transition still, work. Just doing some yeah. transition practice. It's still it's still gains. You know, chatting chatting with your coach, chatting with Craig, strengthening the mind, making gains like that. That's still functional gains that are going to benefit you in the long run. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and that's something that, as results are delayed, your mental capacity, your your strength, your mind strength must be of a level that it will keep you moving hungry. Yeah. Because if, if you're a bit weak on it mentally, and I don't mean that as in, uh, you know, um, having a disorder, I mean, but if you're just, if you, if you're lacking confidence or anything along those lines and some sort of outcome doesn't happen, it, it could deter you and and make you uh, again, as you said earlier, underperform or worse, you just give up. And that's, that's, you know, that, you know, that doesn't teach yourself very good things. That That's probably one of the worst habits you could ever have is to just quit it. Um, yep. And, of course, you know, and I hate to say this, this way, here, I, here I'm a parent, so um, this means a lot to me, but I don't show, you know, when you commit to something, you commit to it. And that's just what you do. Don't back down. Because I don't, don't want back. my, you know, I don't want my child, I don't want Ashton to think that she can just, you know, start something and just quit it. No. Right. If you're going to play basketball for this season, you're going to play you're basketball for the whole season. After the season's over, we can talk about it and see what you think. But right. you're going to have to put forth the effort, at least for the season, or we're going to have problems. So, you know, and, and, and not playing basketball in Kentucky is like not attending 
a Baptist church in the South. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So she better get her chips straight if she's having that issue. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's into all kinds of things, and I don't care what she does. That's on her. Selfie boost, vanity, oh my God, she's mirrors. Done, oh, she's done. Oh, shoo. I know. Um, she's done, uh, you know, she's done all kinds of things. And that's the only, that's the only requirement I have for her. She can do whatever she wants. She's done piano and I mean, she's done all these things, but you give it everything you have. And then when that session season's over, then you talk, then you say, is this the path I need to go on? I've tried this. Do I like it? Because if you don't like it, I don't want to pay for it. I don't want to put forth the effort either. I want it to be something for you. And, and triathlons are no different. The difference is, this is a super expensive sport, but, um, you know, I think, and we've talked about this multiple times and we'll continue to talk about it over and over and over again. If you don't have a coach, this whole process can be completely overwhelming. It can be really yeah. hard. Uh, and, it's, and, you know, it's, it's hard. And this is one thing I will, I'll interrupt right there real quick and just say, it's hard to look six months down the road. So if, if, you know, everybody's coming up their New Year's resolutions, right? We know how this always goes. You know, and I've seen a lot of jokes flying around on Facebook is that, you know, uh, January 1st, gym's completely packed. February 1st, not <laughs> right, freaking right, soul right, in right. there, right? Yeah. And so this is a time of year to where athletes are a little bit bogged down because they're kind of the transition phase. They're coming out of the holidays, maybe feel a little bad about themselves. They didn't put in the work. They ate too much, whatever. Uh, but they come out, and for the first Four weeks of the new year is like this extremely fired up because you just set goals and you're like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to do this this year. I can't wait to go here, here, and here. September, I'm doing this. November, I'm doing this. June, I'm doing this. Man, it's hard to look down, down the road six months and say, all right, Greg, in six months, I want to save $5,000. And you would say, because you know, you're as an advisor to me, you would say, oh, yeah, okay, well, how are you going to do that? Like, I don't know. I'll just have $5,000 in six months. No, I don't know. I'm going to get it, though. Right, it'll be there, um, you know, and then you know May thirty first or May thirtieth, you get put in jail for robbing a bank because you need five thousand bucks. Right? But I had five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no there's no bank robbing in triathlon. You have to make those daily deposits, and and it is you, I think that is where a coach comes in and a support group, whether it's a team, whether it's training partners, comes in because after four weeks, it's you start to kind of fizzle out. You're like, shit, man, this is hard. I I don't know how I'm going to get to that seventy point three in June from where I am right now. And that's where a coach comes in and the true art and science is a huge benefit to athletes. Yeah. Well, and I think that's where I, I, the power of focus and we've had podcasts on this, but that yep, yep. the power of focus is so, it doesn't matter in what part of your life. If you don't comprehend focus on a, on a pretty simple level, uh, and this is, you know, we we had this podcast and we talked about that. What's focused? And Jeremy goes, um, what did you say? You remember what you said? I think concentration. And then I go, what's concentration? And you're like, uh, focus. focus? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, understanding how focus and thought and self-talk all are about what you do in um, that emotional state of, of you you wanting something and, and how to, how to, take that and, and empower yourself and how to have the right thoughts to keep you moving forward and knowing that it's going to be hard, but that's the reason you're doing it. Um, you know, it's so easy for you to have a plan and go, oh, I want to do it. And you go do it. And then you're like, oh my God, this is hard. No shit. It's really hard. Not everyone does it. That's why, what is it? Point zero 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 one percent of the people on this planet have ever completed an Ironman. I mean, the, 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 there's a reason for that. 
you know, um, not everyone can be, not everyone wants to be an Ironman and that's fine too. But if you want to do it, make sure you know why you're doing it. Understand that whatever you want to do, whatever, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Doesn't matter if it's 5k. Doesn't matter if it's walk around the block twice, but understanding that your mindset, your thought, your focus, your self-talk is going to be, um, potentially a barrier for you if you don't understand it. It, 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 It's going to be a block and you don't know why it's there, Uh, but it's all about how you talk to yourself about those things and about being positive and uh, and seeing the silver lining even in the worst of situations so that you can continue to run these routes over and over and over again as you get better and better and better. And all of a sudden, you know, people, it's, it's funny because it's the people that do really well, never thought they'd ever do well. Mm. You know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I talk to people like they talk about running the first, you know, full and they they did it in 11 hours. I'm thinking, whoa, whoa. And they're like, well, it's okay. I'm like, are you, what are you, right. what do you mean? It's okay. That's phenomenal. Right. Um, and people just don't, you know, they, they don't, not everyone understands their abilities and their, and, and what's, you know, and we've talked about this in one of the other ones. And that's that when you get into the long races, your talent is not as near as important as in the short sprints and things of that nature. So you can overcome talent by quality of hard work. Yeah, by effort, by sustained effort. But I would say this too. Relentless pursuit of your goal. Yes, but your effort needs to be as efficient as possible because you you can give a ton of effort, burn a lot of calories, burn a lot of energy, and burn burn yourself out, (laughs) not be very fast. Or you can find... Some some way, whether it's through coaching or someone that helps you um, do all these things right, consistently and efficiently, next thing you know, uh, you're running really fast, swimming really fast, and you're biking the hell out of it. Right. Absolutely. Right. But that's what, I think that's, that's the important thing about just being ready for this call. Be ready for the opportunity, because I promise you, if you put forth the effort, there is going to be a day where the opportunity shows up. How about this? The opportunity is coming whether you're ready for it or not. Yeah. Just like success. Success is coming whether you're ready for it or not. Yep. It's going to be there. It's like that pass, leaving the quarterback's hands. As soon as you turn around, guess what's right there? Bam. Opportunity. Yep. Are you ready? You're ready or you're not. That, I mean, it's very simple. You either, you know, as, as my mom used to so eloquently put it, shit or get off the pot. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's time to either do it or don't. Either way, you have to decide. But it's, it's coming. Opportunity is coming. Your chance is coming. That pass is coming. That race is coming. Well, you're laying in bed and you need to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning because you have to do your set because you have two children who get up at 6.30 and you right. have to do whatever it is that you need to do. Um, think about, if I don't do this, what happens? If I don't do it, well, that's going to put me behind. It's going to, I'm going to get stressed out. Um, you got to give it, a reason to my coach. It's going to ease my mind if I go ahead and get this workout done. I'm going to feel great because you always feel better after a workout, no matter never what. You never regret it. So, you know, you're going to feel better. You're going to have a, a much more charged day, and it's off your plate. Go ahead and get up. Or you could say, I know who I would be competing against probably getting up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the hot seat real quick, Craig. I don't when... Know. When is the last time you got up at 5 a.m.? <laughs> That's really funny because it was... Um, Christmas Day, probably. <laughs> no, it was two days ago. I got up at 4.30. Shut up, I, dude. If I you don't... Swear, nah, if you get up I that early, I better see your face. I, I swear. Face I did. I got up I, at... 
In fact, I was up two you hours. You can go back to bed or what? I couldn't. <laughs> I would try. Oh, oh try. I would have went back. I got up and started reading. I started reading. Of course, you know, I love to read and um, especially stuff on mental coaching and, of course, school and whatever else. Uh, I, I made a lot about that a little bit. Um, but no, seriously, um, whether it's about school or whether it's about uh, mental coaching or, or something along those lines, yeah, I just like to read it. Um, well, and on a side note, as we wrap this up, I want to congratulate you on finishing uh, last semester. I know it was a pain in your ass those last uh, few days. I mean, it, it was, was like, tough. I think we did a podcast in between just to give you a break, if that lets you know how tough it was. It was, it was, it was uh, I needed the podcast. I was literally in a stone wall perspective of i i was i was almost in a funk i was hell i felt like the days when i was back on paxel and i it man it jarred me so and here you go here you go just just like what we've been talking about today though you had to read one page at a time to finish all those pages of reading you held up yeah yeah well well and so you know i you know i'm a mental coach and and i love doing it but it doesn't mean i don't have my own problems uh that's a whole i know well that's that that, i'm i can't talk about those things my psychiatrist wouldn't let me but you know some of these little things like you know this little guy here it's of course some people can't see but it's oh that little um, guy there yeah this is uh 30 pages pavlov's conditioning and uh you know i had about 10 of those to read and I'll be honest with you, I got stonewalled with that too because I didn't want to read it at the right. time. It wasn't, but I had to, you know, okay. and my decision is I said, look, what's my outcome here? What do I want out of this? What I want out of this is I want my PhD. So what am I willing to do to get there? Well, I'm going to read that. I got to consume this. So whether I like it or not, I'm going to do it because not every day I want to do that. Not every day you want to get up and run. Not every day you want to bike. But right. if you get that your is, ass up in and your do way. it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also the only option. It's the bridge that you must cross to get to the other side. It's your that choice. Is in, that is in your path, and you must either it's, go over it, go under it, or go around it. But you op- have to get to the other side. Opportunity or obstacle, totally your choice. Absolutely. No one else's. But Dude, drop the mic, walk off stage. Boom. All right. Well, <laughs> that's about wraps it up for us. Jeremy, if, uh, if you need to get a hold of him um, – uh, he's probably oversleeping, but no, seriously, <laughs> if you need to get a hold of Jeremy, com. you can find me at u-discover.com. You can also pod, uh, reach our podcast at performanceondemandpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on Instagram, uh, Facebook. You can find us uh, on YouTube now on the, and on the Twitter. Uh, we just we just wrapped up at a pretty amazing, it was a really fun podcast with one of your friends, yeah. Miss Jessica. So that was a really good podcast. Uh, and we have, uh, I guess this is going to be the, the one after this. Is that, I think that's going to be that's the gonna be one. one. That's going to be a very special one. We're not going to tell you about it, though. You got you to gotta wait for that one. But so, it's so going to be really good. One second to reflect because we didn't do and we planned to do it kind of an end of year wrap up one. But, dude, we've been doing this since what, September? And August, I personally yeah. want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our listeners, all the people that download, all the people that send us emails and messages. You guys are why we do what we do. And, you know, just the sheer fact that, that I don't remember how many times we've been downloaded at this point. It, for me, and I told you, how did we fuck this up? Like, how did we get in such a cool situation to where people want to hear what we have to say and they actually are learning and growing from what we have to say? So thank you guys so yeah. much for listening. Yeah, we, it looks like uh, we're right about five grand downloads uh, to date. And, we're, yeah, and that I, was I, September, something we started? Yep, yep. It, it, well, it was late, late August, so I think we had a podcast or two in, in August, 
And then, um, so, you know, it's been running really well. It's I think, super fun. Yeah, 40, 50, 60 podcast, uh, downloads at least every day or something like that. But, you know, we want more, obviously, and we want to reach more people because we, we know this is, um, uh, we're getting input from you all as to the things that you want to hear. Continue to provide that to us, performanceondemandpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to get on the podcast, if you want to talk about, hell, if you want to talk about you, I don't care. You want to come in here with issues and concerns? You want to have a, heck, we can have a mental coaching podcast where I just, I'll do a free coaching session. I don't care. Jeremy, do the same thing. If you're willing to be on there, I'm willing to give it to you for free. Um, Absolutely. But um, Come come play with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so much fun. YouTube, also find us on there. And then um, anything else, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Share this with anybody that you feel. That's, That's really the big present for us. If you find someone that could use these podcasts, please share it with them. Um, that that's like money to us, although we get nothing for it. But but if you do want to send Craig a blank check, Craig, go ahead. And tell I'll take address. it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can PayPal us at performance on demand podcast yes. <laughs> at gmail dot com. Whatever you'd like to do. No checks. Uh, no checks. <laughs> but that wraps it up. Thanks, everyone. Hope you had a great New Year, and we will talk to you soon. Take care. Later.